0: Welcome to the Run Back to Jesus podcast, where we are going to let go of all the weights holding us down and run the race God designed us for. Today we have a bonus episode. We're gonna do something a little bit different to help you put into practice the things we've talked about in our last two episodes. So in the last two episodes, we've talked about creating the time for reading scripture and spending time in prayer and connecting and growing with Jesus and also removing some of the distractions, the things that are actually preventing us from growing in a deep and intimate relationship with him. And so if you have not listened to those previous two episodes, we wanna encourage you to go listen to those two first because today we're gonna put that into practice. Today, we're going to walk through this together. So today is meant to be interactive. So what we would love is if you would go ahead and if you haven't listened to those first two episodes, go ahead and do that. And then we want you to grab a copy of scripture, whatever form that may be for you. It be, even can be on your cell phone. I want you to grab a pen and a piece of paper and something to write with. So we'll give you a few moments. Go ahead and hit pause. Come back to this when you're ready to be in that space and we'll dive into some scripture together. Okay, now that you have your scripture or your pen and your piece of paper, we're going to go to one of my favorite verses in scripture. This is one that I loved growing up, but as I grew in deeper understanding of scripture and the context in which this was being written, I saw this and it spoke to me in a whole new way. So what we want for you to do is you're going to go ahead and find Philippians chapter 4. And I will go ahead and put the verses we want you to read in the show notes, but it's going to be Philippians chapter four, verses four through 13. Again, this will be in the show notes if you can't think and listen and do all the things all at once. So we're going to pause in just a moment and have you pause this. And what we want you to do is read through this. And we want you just to jot down any things that really stood out to you as you were reading it and anything that kind of spoke to you. And when you've read through it and you've took any notes on what you've read, we want you to go ahead and just hit play again and then we'll dive into it together. So Philippians chapter 4 verses 4 through 13. You can go ahead and pause the podcast and when you're ready go ahead and hit play and we'll talk through it together. So this part of scripture in and of itself is an amazing passage, and there can be some really good things that we can take away. But today, what we want to do, we want to see if we can go a little deeper. We want to see if we can gain an even greater understanding for what is being said here. So let's, let's just first start in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we are just coming to you today to have an encounter with you. We want to know you more. We want to know more about your character and what you are also asking for us in our life. God, as we come to your word, we know that it's alive and living. Would you speak to us today? Would you show us something that we haven't seen before? Would you speak to us in a way that we need in our life today? Jesus, we want to know you and we want to grow in relationship with you. And so we are coming to seek you and to know you more and to have an encounter with you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay. So we are opening the book of Philippians. And so we want to get a little context around what we are reading, who wrote it and why it was written. So Philippians is actually a letter and this letter is written by Paul. Now you can do a quick lookup online and learn these things. Or if you have a good teaching Bible, you may also have that in the context of the Bible that you had. But here, what we have is Paul is writing a letter to a church that he started in Philippi and this church had sent a gift to Paul. So Paul is writing them back. Just to thank them and continue to encourage them through his words. Now, we also want to know a little bit about Paul. Who is Paul? Where did he come from? What's his background? Why is he even in the story? And so again, you can look this up really quickly online. Where do you first see Paul in scripture? And if you look that up really quick, you'll see that Paul first comes to us in chapter seven of Acts. Now, if you want to pause here, you could go read Paul's story on how he first came into the picture. It's in Acts chapters 7 through 9. So if you want to pause, go ahead. And if not, I'll give you just a quick overview for today. Or you could also look up the story of Paul online. So the short story of Paul is this. He was a religious leader in the time of Jesus. And after Jesus had died and Jesus had risen, Paul's whole mission was to stop the new followers of Jesus who were trying to spread the early church. Paul was someone who was even murdering some of the earliest Christians. So he was all against anyone talking about Jesus, what Jesus had done. He did not want them spreading that message and was doing anything he could to take those people out. Until one day... Paul had an encounter with Jesus that changed everything for him on the way to Damascus. This is a beautiful story and one that you may want to go read at some point, but Paul makes a radical change at this point, And he goes from persecuting the church to being one of the most influential people to the spread of the early church. And this shift for Paul caused a lot of persecution for himself and actually had a really tough journey to walk through. At the point of Philippians, so the place that we are in today, Paul's actually in prison as he is writing this letter. And just a little bit more background on Paul. Paul was a person, he was born into the right family. He had all the training. He had gained a lot of worldly success and had a lot of respect from a lot of very important people. But after encountering Jesus, he gave it all away to follow Jesus. And not only to follow him, but to go into persecution, to go into trial. And so I try and paint that context for me in my life. And maybe you want to do this too. Maybe you got the job you wanted. You went to the school you wanted. You were respected by many. You did all the right things. You tried to be a good person. You were in good standing in the church. And then you met Jesus. And that required you giving all of that away to follow him. And as a result, you are now sitting in a jail cell. You are surrounded by murderers. You are surrounded by thieves. You are getting treated unfairly. You didn't ask for this. You also didn't do anything wrong. And your whole life is trapped up in a jail cell. How you would be responding and what kind of things would be coming out of your mouth Or maybe you're the person who you did get it wrong. You messed up big time, just like Paul had done when he was persecuting the early church. And maybe you got it wrong. You've had an encounter with Jesus. You've met him. You've left that old way of life behind. You are following Jesus and you are trying to be a good Christian and do what Jesus wants of you, but you're still getting persecuted. And again, you find yourself in a place where everything has been taken away from you because you chose to leave that old way of life behind and follow Jesus. And so, I want we're going to read through this again. And before you read through it again, I just want you to kind of think in this moment, how how would I be responding if I was in a jail cell? And as I'm reading through this, painting that picture in that context, does this shift anything for me? And um, what is really being said here? Do I do I see this in a different way knowing the context in which this was written? What part of this applies to my life? And maybe what might God be wanting to reveal to me as I read this today? Maybe even just a deeper understanding of what I am reading. And so what we want you to do is this time we want you to go through it slow. We want you to just read through it. Think about the circumstance that it's being written in and see if there is anything else that stands out to you as you read through it a second time. And what we're going to do is we're going to put a few more journal questions for you to think and reflect on after you read through this a second time. So these will be in the show notes. So what we want you to do is go ahead and you'll pause in just a moment, read through this part of scripture one more time, think and reflect and pray on the journal questions. And then when you finish that, go ahead and hit play one more time and we'll come back and wrap things up. Well, I hope that in going through this a second time, you gain just a deeper understanding for what is here. Just some few things for me that stand out, even just... Just verse four, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Just even thinking about that in the context of where Paul was, he was in a prison cell. Everything had been stripped away from him. And yet, even in this place where he was surrounded by the worst circumstance, and even a circumstance that he himself really had no control over, what he could control was his thoughts. And he was choosing to rejoice in the Lord. You know, we've been talking about weapons and and praise is one weapon that we haven't mentioned a lot in the last couple of weeks, but that you'll see in scripture, more things that you'll see that will help you. And praise is just that. We may not be able to change the circumstance that we're in. Whatever is binding you and holding you, you may not be able to break out of right now, but you can choose how you respond. And Paul showed us this in choosing to rejoice. Always. And he said it again. It was that important that he chose to rejoice because that shifts our perspective. You know, again, you may not be able to control, but you can fix your eyes on Jesus and you can praise him and you can rejoice because he is in it with you. And Paul tells us that. He says, the Lord is near and let your gentleness be evident to all, to all. So that means the prison people around him, his gentleness being present to them, people that were treating him unfairly, being gentle with them. I don't know about you, but when I get put into a circumstance that was unfair or treated unjustly, gentleness isn't always the first thing that just naturally is in my body. And Paul is reminding us of that you could go through the whole thing about being anxious about nothing. Again, this circumstance was not good for Paul. He was in a place where he may have been spending the rest of his life there. He didn't know the outcome. And yet Paul knew again, the weapon to overcome those anxious thoughts was prayer and petition and thanksgiving and talking to God. And as you do that, The peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and mind in Christ Jesus. Paul knew that his weapons, again, in every situation, prayer, petition, being thankful, presenting your request to God, and then feeling that peace of God that just, it doesn't make sense. I should not be able to rejoice in this circumstance. I don't know how I'm rejoicing in this circumstance. It transcends all human thinking, yet because of God, because God is above these circumstances, And now have this peace that doesn't even make sense to me. And then Paul goes on to talk about whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, admirable, all these things. Think about such things. Again, maybe just this reminder that whatever is binding you today, whatever you feel trapped in, are you thinking about these things? It's again, a reminder for me, because I know if you're in that situation, are you really thinking about what is admirable and what is lovely, what is excellent and praiseworthy? Paul's telling us to do that, again, in any circumstance. And Paul just tells us it doesn't matter what the circumstance is. He's learned to be content in any circumstance. And he just gives us a context for this in these verses of Scripture. And so... I hope that in today, just taking that extra time to see the context in what you're reading, to see the author that is writing this can just help you gain a deeper understanding. I know for me it has. And so maybe this was a part of scripture that was familiar to you and you knew all this and this was great, but it's like, I already knew all this. Well, this can apply anywhere else you read. Any other book that you open thinking about when was this written? Who was it written to? Who wrote it? Why was it written? And then reading it in the, that context and just asking God to just to reveal something to you because it is alive. It is active. And you may read through this a hundred times and the hundred and first time you read it, God may open your eyes to something new and speak differently into your life. So thanks for being here today. This was fun. And we hope this was helpful. If it was helpful to you, please feel free to share it with someone else. If you had just a new revelation or just this aha or wow moment reading anything today, I would love that. If you'd share it with me, you can send me an email. You can reach out to me on social media. All my contacts is down in the show notes. And thank you so much for being here today. We'll end in just a short prayer today. Dear Heavenly Father, We want to just thank you for your word. We want to thank you for the reminder that this word is alive and living and that you are speaking to us through your word. God, would you keep drawing us in? Would you keep revealing yourself to us through your scripture? And would you keep giving us that hunger to know you more? (laughs) Jesus, we are coming to know you and we want to know you with all that we have. We thank you so much for being patient with us in the days we're distracted in the days that we didn't look deeper into what we are reading, would you just continue to open our heart? Would you continue to give us that desire to know you more and to know you above all else? In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.